here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. All right. Hi, Mark. Hey, buddy. How was uh, Montana? It was fine. It was okay. Or where are you doing the show from today? Your mic sounds like a little different. You know, does it? A little bit, yeah. Oh, I've been all. I'm I'm at the lake today. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. I um, I started coming back from Montana yesterday, and I didn't get home until today because apparently there was just a shitload of bad weather or something on the East Coast, and United Airlines just uh, just like shut down. I guess kind of. They were just like, we <laughs> like, can't. Yeah, it's raining. Dude, it was one of the. I got diverted to Cleveland. I spent the night in Cleveland. I was wondering if you got diverted there or like if you picked a connection. I'm like, I didn't know you could connect in Cleveland anymore. I mean, I guess you can. I, I mean, my whole thing was I had direct flights from Bozeman, Montana. It did not turn out that way, though. Wow. So they, they landed you in, in Cleveland and then didn't they're like, we don't know when we're going to get you home. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right, here's the thing. Now, basically, uh, for the amount that I travel for, for my gig, I have been extremely lucky as far as delays and travel amidst all this, like, you know, airport hell that's been in the news. Yeah. That all ran out yesterday, so we I, I and I'll talk about my my weekend in Montana in a, in a couple minutes. But I uh, we were at the airport waiting to come home yesterday, and our flight was delayed a couple hours, which is fine, you know, because again, it's like I figured, hey, it's a direct flight. Once we get on there, it'll be all right. You're in a really small airport. Yeah, I was like, whatever, you know. Yeah, and just drinking beers, hanging out. We get on the flight, we're on the flight for a while, and then they're like, hey, so, uh, too many airplanes are at Newark, so we're gonna land in Cleveland. Now, there's that moment when the pilot is talking where he's like, so we're gonna land, and I was like, just say JFK, that's even mm-hmm. closer to my house. That would be uh, LaGuardia. Cleveland, though, is not. Cleveland is a nine-hour drive from my house, which, truthfully, I thought about doing, because I was like, why not? But we didn't land. The thing that sucked was we landed at, let's say, 7.45. Right. And then we did not deplane until around, I would say, 9.30. Well, yeah, because they had no idea that you're coming. And everyone at the Cleveland airport has gone home for the day. Yeah. And so they're like, fuck, we got to find a gate or they, like they, a stair car. From what I could tell, they landed about four to five flights there that were all going to Newark at once. And then they had to unload all of them. And I and now, you know, this is where being a, uh, an experienced traveler, I was like, we're, we're not fucking getting out of here tonight. Like this, this crew right. already, I know, flew to Bozeman in the morning, then yeah. had to turn around and go back. Then there was that two hour delay in there. And now we're here. You know, like the whole thing you're, about you're, you're in Cleveland. Yeah. I was like, they're going to time out. We're fucked. But as an experienced flyer, before you touch down, shouldn't you have hit the flight attendant call button and went, are you sure we can't do Pittsburgh? Yeah, I don't think that I'm allowed to request that as oh. of as a as a person on the flight. Like, uh, if we're gonna stop in this region, like, come on, Pittsburgh, let's let's please. I didn't really give a shit. The last time I was in Cleveland was the 2016 Republican National Convention, so I will say I found the area to be a whole lot less uh, racisty um, than than my last <laughs> visit. Okay, but, but um, I didn't get to spend a ton of time in the area. Um, what was very annoying is then today when we were flying back out, um, you know, we spent the night. Like, what can you do? And and today when when our flight was leaving, it was the t- all the the boarding pass scanner at the gate wasn't working, which meant that they had to manually check people in. Like you'd go up to the thing and be like, "I'm Zito, I'm in this seat," and then they would yeah. confirm it against the manifest, and you'd get let on the plane. Okay. While the, now this delays the flight another hour. While this is going on, United Airlines sends me a text that says, uh, and I want to get the phrasing right, your flight has been delayed further because we need to avoid severe weather conditions. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's like, you motherfuckers are lying. I know you're lying. I know why this flight is currently delayed. It's because your fucking computer's broken. I'm here. And, and the thing is, when you do this, it calls into question every other time you tell me there's a weather delay. 
Yeah, you know that it's mostly bullshit. I mean, there is certainly a cascade effect, but weather is, they use it way too often. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's it, you know the airport ex- the airline excuse of weather delays has it used to be like all right is it the city that you're in or the city that you're going to if it's not there it's fine now due to like the way the airlines are routed and everything if there's fucking weather anywhere y- you're in you're in trouble right also when did light shop become an accepted phrase that we're all just supposed to know because i know it but i realized that when the captain was like there's going to be some light shop i was just like yes of course light shop what the fuck does that mean i think that one's been around forever really yeah i think light chop is yeah and we got rid of turbulence right turbulence is now rough air uh yeah yeah that's what that is yeah but they don't i'm saying they never say turbulence it's just like there's going to be some rough air like the air had a tough upbringing. The air's from the other <laughs> side of the tracks. What do you, What do you think turbulence is? What do you mean? Well, what causes turbulence? I I mean rough air, I guess. Yeah, but it's I think like that became a thing. Like people get afraid of turbulence, so if you just say rough air, everyone's like, no, no, no this is just this is just rough air. Well, the, yeah, but the thing about <sighs> really, oh, you think they're getting fooled by it, dude? When's the last time you heard somebody say turbulence on a plane? They don't say it. I mean, I get, no, I've heard it. My yeah. last, my last, uh, my last flight. No. Yeah, I haven't heard a pilot say turbulence in years. Hmm. In years. Maybe you're right, and I'm just like picturing it that I like that he says it's gonna get a little bumpy, and my brain goes turbulence, and I'm like, he said turbulence. Maybe. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, I'm now looking. I, I googled rough air versus turbulence, and there's all these posts about people being like, why don't they say turbulence? What is the reluctance to say turbulence? <laughs> they don't say it. Well, that's what they changed the whole uh, uh, what climate change. Uh, Instead well, of global I, warming? Yeah. Yeah. Did Same you, thing. By the way, did you see Herschel Walker? By the way, Herschel Walker is is setting people... Like, he is such a fucking idiot down in this Georgia Senate race that it's... it's Honestly, honestly, I think it's fucking gross what the GOP has done with Herschel Walker because they've yeah. clearly just chosen an African-American man and been like, hey, right? This guy? He's this, with us. Right? Don't you like him? See? Proves we're not racist. And it's like, does he have a fucking head injury? Have you heard it? And the reason I thought of him when you brought up brought up climate change. Trees? Is, yeah, did you see? Don't we have enough trees, he said the other day? Yeah, They're trying was- to fool you with this climate change. It's like, oh, dude. Oh, dude. Look, but, look at all these trees. We got plenty of trees. But But back to the plains for a second. I was sitting in the exit row and I was kind of tweeting this shit. I love the verbal confirmation of sitting in the exit row. Yes, you have to look at them. You have to give a positive verbal. You can't just nod your head. There has to be a sound that comes out of your mouth that is in the affirmative. You should be like, yes. And I want to be like, well, this isn't exactly a written contract. I was slightly convinced on my flight out to Vegas that I was going to die. Did I tell you this? No. That I was on an exit row, mm-hmm. and that exit row door made more noise and had more air sucking through it than I had ever heard before on an airplane in my entire life. Huh. And I was convinced that the exit door was just going to fly the fuck off. So because it was like 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 every once in a while there would just be a crack. Yeah. If that happened though, we would have had some great promos for the show. Because it would have been like, this is happening, hosted by Mark Zito and D.B. Cooper. Would have just been, I think it would have been great. <laughs> it happened a few years ago, didn't it? To a woman that, like, the window cracked and she got sucked out through the window. Yeah, but let's just pretend she was fine. I'm sure it was just a minor thing. Probably Dude, didn't. I was like, there was part of me that's like, nothing I can do about this one. Like, this, uh, honestly, this could happen. Would have been ironic as fuck, though. Because you're always bitching that you get a window seat that doesn't have a window. And this window <laughs> oh, would have done you in. Don't tell me that. I mean, it would have been kind of fun. It would have been the door, actually. Well, still, I would have said, hey, Betty wishes that there was nothing there. But it, it was enough that I almost like sort of rang the buzzer and like, yo, like, is it supposed to make this noise? The, and it didn't it stop. Like, I don't know. It didn't stop until we got until like you, the cabin started pressurizing. Yeah, another thing, the flight attendant would probably be like, "Dude, I, I Shut you know, the you fuck think, up. yeah, you think I know? You paranoid." Our flight attendant literally announced 
hey, look, I have another job that I'm not going to be able to get to because of this delay, so I understand what you're going through. It's like, why do you have another job? We should be paying you more. Right. This is fucking not what I want to hear. Right. Uh, the the exit row, though, when they're like, do you agree to help? It's like, wait, so I've said yes now. Am I, now, am I agreeing to put my life on the line? Yeah, you now, you're not the captain of the ship. but So, like, you don't have to go down with the ship, but you have to stand at the exit door until you can get as many people as you Spo- can on. Spoiler alert. I'm not doing that. I'm going to oh, lie well, you to you. liar. I'm lying and saying I'm going to do it. You, you think... You think I'm going to be able to help these people get off an airplane? They can't you're, even board properly. You're Bo- pretending to be a hero for legroom. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. And I don't think the extra four inches is worth it. <laughs> these motherfuckers are like... I, like That's I, what she said. As, yeah, well, as I, as I tweeted, I basically said, you, you think I'm going to help this guy that won't even wear socks and shoes on the plane? No. <laughs> Die. Some guy asked me, so, so I had the... Uh, on the flight back to it, it was so weird that that some guy asked me to change and it change seats, right? Yeah. And and it was basically a seat for seat swap. It was a window seat, an aisle back on the other side of the plane for a window, you know, window for window seat, mm. leg room for leg room, no big deal. But so the guy asked me if I'll switch and he's he 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 isn't he doesn't speak great english and he asked me if i switch and i'm like yeah dude like it's fine if the flight attendant says it's okay it's okay and he just goes over to his friend he yells at his friend and waves at him and his friend just waves back (laughs) and that was the end of the switching conversation so you never switched no huh well i uh the other thing is heaven forbid you plug anything in in the exit row it's like somebody was gonna be like you know what Uh, did you hear about jim what happened? No, oh, he survived the plane crash, but he tri- he tripped on Mark's cell phone charger and died afterwards. I mean, if you're actually in an emergency, that's that's that is true. Oh fuck that! Again, this I I do not believe after a like when they're going through all this shit about what to do in a plane crash, it's like you need to have a gentle crash to survive this thing anyway. Okay, let's not fucking kid ourselves. Right. So again, do you, do you really think that I, my cell phone charger is going to be the thing? Let's say it's not a gentle crash. Uh-huh. Let's say that that you lied about the the lithium ion batteries in your laptop underneath and they catch on fire. And so the 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 pilot's getting uh, a fire warning in the cargo hold. And he does a rapid descent, and he lays it down, and he gets it all down smoothly, and the plane's coming to a stop as quickly as he can. You got to pop the exit door and get the people off because the cabin's filling with smoke. Yeah? But you'd rather play your Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I would. I don't think the little plug is going to be the difference, especially on takeoff or landing. I guess. It's an iPhone charger. No, people do trip. I mean, people absolutely would trip on it. I thought I concussed myself on my flight yesterday. I got How? so. First of all, on the way on the way home, not on the way out, but on the way home, we were on a seven thirty seven max or whatever the one that you know you you know playing the odds yes. anyway. Yeah, and um, the 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 rapid descent on its own plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, flight gets diverted to the you know <laughs> the middle of the the ground uh, frequently. <laughs> The I I uh I guess I was trying I don't know what happened but, but like I was trying to I think not grab somebody's seat to get like seat back to get into my row like I was conscious about not doing that to them and jostling them yes. and I fucking I walked I mean right into the overhead compartment like I'm oh. hard Oh. Like to the point where you know when you hurt yourself and you're like no one talked to me for the next 5 minutes. Yeah. Just immediate headache. <laughs> it's just like this is terrible. Uh, and it's on a plane where you did it to yourself. Oh, dude, it was it was annoying. My wife was like, "Are you just mad because you did it to my yourself?" And I was like, "I guess I'm just mad because it hurts." Like, you like, you were expecting that to happen to you horseback riding? Yes, I did go horseback riding. I saw the I saw the pictures. How was it? All right, so we got to Montana. Um, and by the way, I, I want to hear about the foot job thing. We're gonna get to that in a minute. Oh yeah. I went to Montana. I went horseback riding. Now, if you'll recall, I believe I asked for a chubby dumb horse. We get there. I'm like, wait, I thought we were going to talk about the foot job stuff later. Yeah. We get there. And uh, 
I guess they do it based on height. And so they put me on this one horse. His name is Bullwinkle. And okay. let me tell you, Bullwinkle does not like any other horse's bullshit. Oh. So uh, they put me up on the horse and they go, hey, just don't let him too close to any other horses. He gets weird. And I was like, what? He was Whoa. the tallest horse. He was the only one that had any issues with anyone. But also, aren't you in, like, a whole group of other horses? Uh, I'm in a group of uh, a total of seven or eight horses, yes. Okay, yeah, that sounds like like when they're like, listen, can you, can you just, can you ride by yourself? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the minute I was up on that horse, I realized, okay, I have no control over this horse. Like, they, 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 they gave a, a tutorial that was like, all right, so anyway, the reins are here, you do this, you go left, right, you hop on the horse, you get up, and we're ready to go. All and, right. And I was like, What? What? Did you wear a cowboy hat? No. And I would have worn a helmet had one been offered to me, but it wasn't. Really? Okay. Well, cuz I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to look like a nerd. Yeah. I so the horses were very very well cared for. That's good. I did ask the person. I said, "Do they like to be ridden?" The one of the people that was out there with us and I, and she was like, "Well, you know, I mean, does anyone like their job?" And I was like, "But they're horses. They don't need to have a job." <laughs> So I think that's a, that's a point for my argument. I agree. I will say that while yeah. the horses were very well taken care of, I don't know. I felt weird. If okay. we're being honest, I felt weird. Yeah. Now, they just kind of trot along. I didn't do any galloping or whatever, though. My horse did get pissed at one point, and, oh, the, and the, the person was like, take him left. Take him left. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's not a fucking Toyota Corolla. I... Uh, <laughs> And and so I, I, there was a brief moment in her face, I saw it, when she was like, uh-oh, horse is going to do something weird. And I was like, oh no, like I, like our eyes met for a second, and then I did manage to get him under control a little bit. Okay. But I was just like, I can't believe this is happening to me, out of all was the Was there a Rocky? Uh, I don't know. I understand the reference. I just, I only had Bullwinkle. Sarah's horse was named Moose. Okay. Bullwinkle also decided that he was like very interested in water and almost laid down in it with me on him, <laughs> which would have also been problematic. Yeah, that would have been pretty awesome, actually. Um, but Montana, very pretty. Wait, wait, how long was your ride? Two hours. You ran. I saw you went through some fake town. Was that like a real ghost town that was abandoned, no, no. or was that like a set that they built for the for the ride to no, like it was show some... the city folk what it could have been like? No, no, no. It's a mix between the two. It was a movie set that's about five years old and just out there. Got it. Okay. What movie? I don't know. I didn't ask. I was too busy trying not to fall off the horse and die. <laughs> I'm also fun fact about me. I am terrified to walk behind horses. In the sense that I'm, I am convinced that I am going to get kicked in the head and killed. It's very, or I would, I would be more uh, like projectile excrement or urine. Oh man, watching a horse shit is crazy. I know, right? There's a lot of it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Was did you see John? John Mayer. Yeah. Uh, like I saw a concert. I did not spend. Uh, yeah, that's what for, I meant. Yeah, yeah. I saw John Mayer. It was awesome. It was great. John Mayer played Born and Raised at this place called the Pine Creek Lodge. Raised a lot of money for, uh, I guess, the charity and 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 the uh, the Yellowstone region or the 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 Livingston region. So here's the thing. Here's what I learned going out there. Bozeman, which I spent a little bit of time in. Bozeman struck me almost as like a Denver type spot. Like, it's pretty built up and, and, you know, established. And you can tell that there's, like, clearly a real estate boom happening there. Happening, yeah. Livingston, where I spent the most of my time, that was what I, as a as a Yankee, thought the Montana experience was. I mean, Bozeman's still only 50,000 people. Really? Yeah. Because it felt, like, very, very built up the areas I, mean, I, I don't saw. know if that's only counting like the the city proper and maybe there's a whole suburban region around it that, that you can add the number to but the population of bozeman is forty eight thousand three hundred thirty. what's the population Google. of livingston give me livingston. that because livingston. livingston was like an old town neon sign you know only couple blocks situation seven thousand six hundred and ninety six livingston was cool yeah. I liked that's Livingston. Like the size of town that I grew up in. Now, 
did everyone in Livingston look like the bad guys in the Matthew Shepard movie? Yeah. Probably. Yes. But <laughs> it was still nice. It was nice. I don't think what a lot. Most- let me put it to you this way. I don't think a lot of people are finding matches on J-Date in Livingston, but... <laughs> what what was the most culturally shocking thing you saw in Livingston, Montana? Honestly, just the fact that there were, like, no traffic lights, you could drive 80, and there were horses on the side of the road. It, <laughs> I never even put on the radio out there, because I was so just, like, looking around, like, holy shit, you see this? This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was it was cool. I just... I know what... You know how some people are outdoorsy people... I'm yes. just not that guy. Like, like three days of this was enough for me. I did a horseback ride. I took a hike, and I went to the reservoir or something in Bozeman. So I felt like I did a water thing, a horse thing, and a hike thing, and that's good. And that I was think, enough for me. I think I've said this before that I have a switch. I can go. I can go outdoors or I can go not outdoors. But I can't. I don't understand the people that fucking mix the two. What do you mean? Like somebody who the like you'll be you'll be out at a bar right mm-hmm. on a on a Saturday night, and you'll be like, "Wait, hey, what'd you do today?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, Bonnie and I hiked the Appalachian Trail," and they're like, "We just we just got here. We like pulled up from the trail to the bar." And I'm like, "Who's doing that? And what? How many? In what places can you do that? Would well, you, you go? Do- well, would you would you say that I, I was doing that because I took a hike and then went to a bar?" No, 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 no. I'm making like an exaggerated example, but I'm saying I can't do the outdoor activity and then go do the like, I don't know what you would call it, but the not outdoor activity. You're Mr. My House at the Lake and New York City. I love them both. I do. That's what I'm saying is I have the split. I can do both, but I can't do them at the same time. They have to be like, like they're separate clothes. They're different attitudes. They're different, you know. Yeah. It's a getting dirty versus a not getting dirty. Like if I'm going out to dinner or if I'm going to meet people, if I'm doing something social, that is a not dirty event. Like I want to be showered and clean and not sweaty. Yeah. And if I'm doing outdoor stuff, whatever the fuck happens, if I'm muddy and dirty, who gives a fuck? But I'm not going to see anybody or care. There's this thing called the Chico Hot Springs that are a thing. And I thought they were going to be. How do I describe it? Like, uh, epic. I thought they were gonna be like natural, like out outside, like you know, like in a canyon or some shit, right? It kind of just looked like a weird public pool. I'm sure they're very nice. I just googled it and it looks like a public pool. (laughs) It's like also it seems like again something that might be more enjoyable when it's not 98 degrees out. This looks like somewhere FDR went to cure his polio. The bar connected the Chico Hot Springs, awesome though. Total vibe. Okay. I will say a lot of things in Montana, like I hate when people say it's a vibe. A lot of things were actual vibes out there. Like it was, it was cool. I liked yeah. it. I don't think so I'll go again is, for a this while. This is like but it was a, a hot spring that they've, they've uh, corralled into a pool area. So it is probably hot spring natural water. Oh no, it is. I'm told, yeah. I'm told there's no chlorine or whatever in it, but again, it's like. Okay. You know, it's fine. It was it's fine. It's like a bathhouse. So, Las Vegas, Ryan. Any uh, any tales? Specifically, what's the deal with foot jobs? Because I posted your email to me on Instagram and got a lot of comments that people were... You're going to be horribly disappointed. See, this is why I told you to get more information. I did. I asked all the questions. Unfortunately... So take me through this. How do you... How did this how did this meetup with a prostitute take place? Oh my god, there was meetups with oh, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> so many prostitutes. Dude, this night was fucking ridiculous. And that that you you're going to know exactly where I'm talking about cuz you've been there. Mm-hmm. In the encore, yeah. There's the the long bar on the end of the casino. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right by the craps tables and the you and I have drank there many times. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I stopped to have a drink there on my way, like, at the end of the night. I literally, dude, had two drinks, and and I explained to the bartenders my game of hooker over under because there was already a, a, a hooker sitting there. And, so what's and hooker over under? How, how many people are hookers here? The, no, the bartender thought it was the most hilarious thing he's ever heard. 
Um, Hooker over under is a game that I used to play with Chris or that I will play with Chris if ever we're in Vegas again. Your friend Chris. When you sit at the bar, it's a bar exactly like I'm deciding or that I'm talking about, right? If you're two guys, if you and I were sitting, I thought you and I have played this game, but maybe not. Maybe you forgot. Is that we'll sit at the bar and each have to put up a specified amount, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it's going to be that day, right? Mm -hmm. And then you pick a time limit. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Oh. And then you pick over or under, and you sit and you have a drink. And then if somebody approaches you? Yes. Okay. I'm a young buck, and I'm very attractive, so I would do three minutes or less. People would be very <laughs> Three <interested>. minutes. <laughs> be very yeah, interested. but don't you think it's the, the uglier you are, you think that you're going to get attracted, like, uh, attract one sooner? I don't know. I it, like. I think. I think if you're a hooker, right? You're still, as I said, you're still a person. You're still gonna be like, oh god, I don't want to do that. I mean, if that's what I have to do, but it's. It, you know what? Here's what I would think about it. I would imagine if you work at a McDonald's, there are certain jobs that are better than others. Others, like maybe working right. the cash register, is not as is is easier than working the fryer, right? Okay. But you get there some days and like you got to work the fucking fryer, you know. <laughs> but like you're trying to work the cash register. Get what I'm saying? So I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the bar and there was a girl there who was, who was already there before me. Um, and she, she knew the bartenders. She was working. Um, and, and so I was just, this is who I got all my information from. Okay. What was her name? I forgot. I made it very clear to her that like, like, no, I don't like like feet. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) Like, like she, she, I think attempted to get me as a customer. Did you give her any tips like for her, for the Intel she gave you? Did you give her any, any cash? I bought her, uh, I offered at the end to buy her a drink. Uh, she took me up on it and I bought her a Red Bull. Cause she's working and she needs to keep the energy up for all the banging. I guess. Or foot stuff. So what did you ask her? You're right. I, 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 I said, I explained that, that, that you and I were having this discussion and that I wanted to know how much or what the going rate was uh, for a foot job. Was she, was she attractive? Uh, I, she is not, would not have been my pick. Although, according to her, um, she was one of the, the highest paid. In she, her, what? Her, hour, her, her hourly rate was insane. Can I check this somewhere? Is there a, is there a, what was her name? Was she a porn no, there's star? No, way, there's no way to check. There's no way to verify this information. She told me her hourly rate was uh, between twelve and 1500 Okay. Now, for that, this that is where we're going to- really high. This is where we're going to um, see the amount of follow-up questions Ryan didn't ask. Because my next question is, does that mean you get to have as many orgasms as you want? Like as many times you can get it up, you just have 60 minutes to like, it's like a, like an Iron Man match in WWE, as many pinfalls as you can get. Uh Uh-huh. Is that the deal? She said, she said that depends on the girl. So what about her? Uh, she said, she said that she's a very, uh, 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 she'll, she'll, she'll live out the hours, basically what she, wow, that's, that's, by the way, that sounds like probably what my wife is doing, but just with her entire (laughs) life. (laughs) Just, oh, I signed up for this. I'm going to make it through, but I'm not psyched about it. Uh, okay, so you can as many times as you want for twelve hundred. I mean, for twelve hundred dollars, right? I mean, the 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 answer, the answer. Oh yeah, though, so foot Mark, jobs. So what else did you did, before we get to? Foot no, no, no. Hold on, because because I'm gonna tell you the answer, and then I'm gonna say that I tried to like the the everything that you're gonna you're you're gonna. I asked what it was, and she said there is no special pricing for anything. Ooh. That that when what when you pay for the you're not paying for those things, you're paying for my time. Uh huh. Okay. Was but, her answer? Yeah. And so, therefore, whatever happens in that hour is is so whether you just want to whether you just want to do that or whether you want to get in a swing and wear a cowboy outfit, it all costs the same. That's a terrible business model. I I I didn't make it. I didn't live it. You just asked me. Can to you be imagine the- that being the case anywhere else, where somebody goes, "All right, how much is it?" to have sex with you and she's like ah $1,200 and you're like okay but what about if I want to put maple syrup on you butter and make you into a giant pancake she's like same price what (laughs) why (laughs) that seems ridiculous missionary versus fucking swing and feet and whatever 
I guess maybe you would think, right, is that they figured in what is the price for the maple syrup and pancakes, and then everything else is is you know All a right. step down. So yeah. So another question. So am I am I paying the creep rate when I just want straight up missionary style? I guess so. Because yeah. I'd be like, listen, look. Uh, I'm not gonna take an hour. I don't know, like six minutes missionary here. Can we do like two fifty? According to this person, yeah. Do you have to use a condom? I didn't ask that. I although although if not if you're governor, you, am I right? Wouldn't, wouldn't you? I don't know. Client number nine. Who's wait? Who was client number nine? Isn't that Spitzer? That Spitzer? Yeah. He didn't like using condoms. Was her oh, name Ashley Dupree? Oh, that's right. Wow, you have a really good memory. That yes, was a I long time uh, ago. encyclopedia knowledge of <laughs> hookers. <laughs> I was, I was. Was a little she appalled more... that you were asking these things? Oh no, 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 no. She, she, no. How old do you think she was? 30, 28 to thirty-five. Oh wow! So she's how long has she been in the game? I think a minute. <laughs> such a sad answer the way you said it did no she I, I think she would have i think she would have because she was telling me she was pointing everyone out to me she was telling me like who the who in the who in the like guys coming back in through the bar with girls like yeah he picked her up like where he probably got her from like he she knew everyone holy shit how did you not get a phone number from her i want to inter- i want to know the whole <laughs> inner workings of this does the she have a rival night- the next night, it was very funny. The next night, like we're walking through the, or I'm walking the tunnel, like like earlier in the night, like seven, uh, between the win and the encore, and she sees me and she's with two guys and she just points at me and I'm like, yeah. Now, do you think those two guys were like that guy paid to have sex with her? No, no. Why not? I mean, maybe they were, but it was it was so uh, it was so Ryan friendly. Maybe they did. It wasn't, there was, there was nothing. What is Ryan friendly? A look a girl gives you when she just wants to be pals? No, it, yeah, it was so friend zoned that it, that it wasn't. So you got friend zoned by a prostitute. Which I'm totally fine with. That's great. I mean, impressive level of friend zoning. Thank you. Really. Thank if you, you were now to, okay, anyway. <laughs> well, so that answers that. It's just pay whatever and then yep. do whatever. Yep. That seems just not good, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it. I that was I because I tried to go. I I I asked specific questions, and she's like, "Yep, that's the." <laughs> How weird did you get? I didn't get very weird, but I I'm like, but I think I sort of asked a question like, "No matter how weird," and she's like, "Yep." And she's like, "Well, if you get really weird, I'll probably stop you." Okay, so the, the obvious follow-up. like she had a line somewhere. The, I didn't figure the, out the, the obvious question is, "What's the weirdest?" <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. Do you far. think anal sex is covered? Like, is that like a in, in now? I would have to imagine in maybe like 1985 that was an additional charge. But as America got more sex positive, is that on the uh, the front of the menu at this point? You sent me, didn't you? Send me an article. Send me an article like that we didn't talk about within the last couple weeks. Oh, maybe. Yeah. About the dangers of 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 basically that fad. Oh yeah. Why anal sex taboo put a generation of women at risk? Yes, I sent this up. <laughs> Friday, August twelfth, and we never talked about it. It was in the New York Post. I just saw yeah. It. Well, oh, so it's, first of all, it's very I almost don't want to report this. I don't want to anyone who's thinking about having anal. I don't. I th- I do feel like this is guy code where like I can't argue against. I can't put it out there that you know women shouldn't give it a go, right? <laughs> don't you? You know what I'm saying? Well, if you're if they're being put in danger, Mark, I think we're it's our job as as broadcasters to spread that information. Well, this is by Hannah Sparks, and I'm choosing to imagine that Hannah Sparks is a 21-year-old just out of college who told her parents, Mom, I got my first byline in the New York Post. And it is, anal sex taboos put generation of women at risk amid butt boom. Oh my God. <laughs> so, the article begins, anal sex isn't the taboo sex act it used to be, especially among heterosexual women. Well, it'll be like... I don't know if it was ever really taboo among gay guys, so, like, I guess it would be... Well, okay. Indeed, the most recent statistics provided by the Centers for Disease Control and the National Center for Health Statistics show that more than a third of women aged 15 to 49 have tried anal sex with a male partner. A third? Yeah. 35%. Tried is... All right, go ahead. What do you you mean, tried? Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like that's not a uh, representative statistic. In what sense? 
of of becoming uh, a generational fad. I mean, a third trying. Why don't you call I, maybe, up your mom and be like, "Mom, you ever thought about tossing your bum?" And then see if she, the way she reacts, which will probably be horrified, say, "Well, now what? Three in every ten do it, and that'll be like pretty much a fad." No, no? you see that there? You just said it. Three in every ten do it, but it's no three in every ten have tried. But I want to know the opinion of those three in ten. Did they continue? Did they like? Do you get what I'm saying? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Those numbers, taken from a survey of more than 5,500 women between 2015 and 2019. By the way, in four years, CDC, you can only you can only pull 5,500 women. I feel like I've asked every woman I've ever met about anal sex, which maybe is more of a commentary on me than the CDC. <laughs> it is more of a commentary Based on you, on but on my it probably... own study, I feel like this 33% is actually pretty accurate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a similar survey of 880, quote, sexually active adults, uh, sexually active adults, oh, I think I just did a stroke, conducted by doctor-led butt health brand Future Method, showed that 70% of women have tried anal sex at least once. That's a, that's a way different number. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> most women, when asked to elaborate, said, ow, 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 stop. Ow. <laughs> no. I don't think that's, that's what it, not what it said. That's not what, what Miss Sparks I still wrote. remember when a one, I, I mean, I literally said this in the stand-up act one time, but it was, I stand by it. When a woman, when, when a girl, like you, when you meet a girl and she's like, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, I don't know if you mean that. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I'm going to take this opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like you should you should have like a kit ready under your bed of just some really weird shit. Dude, well like just I, in case someone ever says that, you can pull out a box and, and you, just start I, like, unloading do whatever it. Whatever like, you want. I was like, oh, all said, right. You, you sure? Just fucking oof. I feel bad. In the spirit of a new age sexual expert blah blah blah. Okay, so but physicians. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Anal sex can be safe and enjoyable for many, but the authors of the studies warn that there are anatomical features to women that bring a different set of risks, such as incontinence due to their less robust sphincter and weaker anal canal muscles compared to men. Oh. Okay. That's okay. That's one reason why women who engage in the act show increased rates of fecal incontinence and anal injury, which oh. now just led me to believe, like, just think about, like, every porn star I've ever seen, right? Because, You're just wondering about their their health. Well, because I think, you know, if we're being honest, right, you know how back in the day you could be an NBA player, but in certain positions you wouldn't have to shoot the three? And now everyone has to be expected for the most part to be pretty good from, from beyond the arc. A, yeah. I think that, it, you know, maybe in the past you could be a porn star and not do that. But I think that's part of the porn star, you know, the standard package now. Oh, I would argue that that a revolution has happened and the the porn star as we know it is no more. What do you mean? It's the OnlyFans yeah. star? And I think that that, that paradigm doesn't exist, that, that you, you're in your own control now. Sure. But what I'm saying is I feel like everyone does anal. I, no, I, I don't I don't think I'm a, I... Humana, humana, humana over there. Humana, humana, humana. I don't know. Maybe I feel like, but I do feel like that. I would love to to know the percentage of of OnlyFans accounts dedicated to only anal. Yeah, well, I don't or think they least, do exclusively or at least, at least the anal. percentage. At least the percentage where it's taken place on a on a semi you know occasional basis. Well, I would say probably about 70% based on this butt boom uh, article. <laughs> See, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong about this. Mm. I'm just, I'm just a, a consumer. That... <laughs> okay. I just meant a regular everyday citizen. I'm sorry. I didn't mean of, of uh, the... <laughs> like you're just like a consumer of anal sex content. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm just a regular, average, everyday citizen. Ah. Let's change the wording. Yeah, yeah. Um, that the 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 adult industry pushed that act. So you're saying that you would have never thought about it 
No, 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 no. I'm saying that its popularity was 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 spurred on by an industry that always had to one up itself. Right. The, the the adult industry, in order to sell movies, always had to be the next shocking thing. You're right. Always, I mean, that's the same reason I bought a bus to fuck people in because I well, saw it. Thank you. Uh, what was the, oh, shit? What was the um, girls gone wild? Bang bus also. Bang bus. But, but fuck mobile no, as I like so, to call it. But but the the, the, <laughs> the adult industry itself that when they were selling literal VHSs or DVDs or or even even downloads and and, and premium sites, mm-hmm. it was controlled by an industry. Yes. Right? Like there was now it's not anymore. Wait. So and you- I <laughs> I, and I and I think that I think that the popularity among perform I think there are certain performers that have taken it to the next so, level and really run home okay. with it. All right, okay. So you're but saying I, like Vivid is like the Philip Morris of infecting society with anal sex. You're the one throwing actual names out there. I'm not going to besmirch any certain company. I'm just but, talking but about. You're the, saying that society yes. as a whole. The no, I'm saying the industry as a whole. I well, the industry's the used the whole. All right. Yeah. And now and and maybe I'm and listen, if you're in this, this is again, I'm I don't know. This is me observing from the outside. But I feel that 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 that, that the uh, the freedom that has been gained by the uh, the user, you mm. know, users making their own content and deciding what their own content is going to be has maybe taken some of that pressure off performers. It's their choice whether or not they do it or not. I don't know how you turn this into an empowerment thing, but that's good. Also, I met a fair amount of people in Montana that were like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I host a radio show. And now I know that this is going to be their first introduction to this. And yep. that is a, just no pun intended, a real bummer. And uh, <laughs> well, no, but the way you said it is you feel like that people are potentially, uh, uh, <laughs> what's I don't want to say uh, pressured into doing it. Yeah. Not, like, like, like industry pressured into doing it. Now, what about you, Ryan? Do you do you try and convince women you sleep with that they should do this? I I uh, have you ever thought like thrown it out there? It's like a hey, you know, hey, you know, we should uh, you know, butt stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm I I I'm not going there. I have, I have, have you? Yeah, I've thrown it out there. I'm not saying it's always been met with. Uh, you know, a can a can do attitude, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like giving it the old college try. Yeah, I understand. Um, it's like, yeah, I, I I do think that there is a there is a um, I met a woman recently at a party. You know, when you're like just drunk and things come up. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna sleep with her. I she was explaining that her husband wanted to do anal for his fortieth birthday. That was going to be like the present? I guess. Okay. I mean, it's better than a lot of other stuff I would imagine, right? Do you think that that can't be a present? Because you could argue that that takes a like you you could buy somebody a MacBook, but if you're going to let them have sex with your butt, that is arguably a bigger decision. I mean, it's a very, it's just a very <laughs> weird, I feel like it's a very weird like 40th birthday present. Is it though? I mean, you've yeah, already because, you've been together so long, I would imagine. Well, because then you decide you like it and then you're like, well, I guess I'm never getting it from that person again. It's like inviting What if somebody. they like it too though? We don't I, know. I guess. I don't know. I feel like that, that that's something you just if you've got to if you're if you're giving it up as the 40th birthday present, you've discussed you're already against it. I guess you're right. But, you know, then it's like, well, we'll just look forward to 50, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe you find it's not that bad. So it's an every five years thing. Who's to say? But when she mentioned this, she goes, I don't think I'm going to do it. And I felt that I had a duty. Nope. Oh, no, Mark, come on. <laughs> I felt that I had a duty as a fucking, obligation. I had an obligation as a man to like help this guy out. So I spent like a good fifteen minutes being like, "I think you should." And she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yes. Why not?" Wait, these are people you met in Montana? <laughs> no, these are people I know in Fairfield. These oh, are okay. people I fucking know. Like that's why it's <laughs> arguably weirder. 
Yeah, this is this is um... in Montana. Could have you know could have been Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I just I I here I was like you should because hear me out on this. If you're on the fence, right? Okay. You have but one life to live. You get to never try. You like vanilla ice cream. You get to never ever try Rocky Road. Never gonna check it just to make sure. Maybe you love Rocky Road ice cream. True. True. Ryan, oh. we have seven minutes left, and I need you to bring something else because I don't think I have seven more minutes on uh, anal sex in me. <laughs> I got a package in the mail. Okay. Uh, there was a couple ties in it. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, we are just paying off bits left and right today. So, you got your stuff back from your ex. I did. I did. Um, there was a couple ties in it. Mm-hmm. So, now I know everything. There was a ring light. Mm-hmm. There was. This is sort of like a. a what would a you quick say is the combined value of this package? Uh, oh God, thirty dollars. Jesus Christ! No, actually, you know what? The tie, the two ties, actually were probably both. I probably paid forty dollars for each of the ties. Okay, ties are expensive, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so let's take it to a hundred. Okay. So was there any note or anything? There was no nothing written. There was a couple hoodies, or like, sorry, like. One hoodie, a t-shirt, and a pair of shorts, all like just, you know, like really cheap stuff from Amazon that I bought. And uh, the best part, the oh, absolute best part, uh, there was a there was deodorant. Ouch. It was main, mainly like a mostly full thing of deodorant. This is so pathetic for both of you. I just want to be clear. And then do you want you want me to text it to you? Is there a note? No, there's no note. Oh, yeah. Text it to me. Sure. I just I just sent you a text of my favorite thing in the whole package. Okay. Hold on. I'm waiting on it because I am very excited. Okay. Just, okay. Can I fucking post this? I'm posting this on our Instagram. You realize that I have to do this, right? It is a can of Axe Styling Flexible Paste that Ryan, I would imagine, uses for, he gets the messy look in his hair. There is nothing in this tin. It's an empty tin. This, you know what this is? This is a woman that fucking loathes you. <laughs> Whatever you've done to her, I just want you to know how much she hates you. Because, like, I think by including the empty hair tin, hair product tin, and deodorant, it's almost more of a fuck you than if she didn't. I don't know yeah. why, but it feels that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the best part about it is is that you can see there's a little smear of it still in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That maybe three or four months ago I left there thinking I have one more day left, you know? Mm-hmm. But now you can't tell from the picture, but I'll tell you from real life, that it is completely dried out. It is a different color from the original product. It is, it is, it, it's unusable Dear in Ryan, every sense of the word. You've it's, noticed... It's, You've Clear noticed trash. that this, this this Axe flexible hair paste is dry, just like I am when I think of you. Sincerely, your ex-girlfriend. Jesus Christ. P.S. Fuck you. P.P.S. I know your birthday was coming up. I would have tried it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just. Oh. Did you send anything back? No. 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 So are you I, holding on to? I would imagine like a half full bottle of Pert Plus, and yeah, uh, I have like, I have some earplugs. I think I could send. Back why? If I why don't to. you send them back? Why don't you just start sending shit? Like just send a lock of your hair. Send send like like I'm surprised she didn't clean or fucking drain and send you the thing. Be like I don't know, maybe you want this too. <laughs> you left this you, your you hair behind. Uh, so how much of the package did you throw away immediately upon receiving it? Oh, no. I put the, the hoodies in the laundry and put the ties up on the tie rack, and uh, we're ready to Can go. you do me a favor? I, I'll use the deodorant, can but you, I threw the hair gel away. Can you do me away. a favor yeah. where you put on the hoodies, the shorts, both ties, and just take a picture of yourself so we can put it online? <laughs> no. Come on! No. You're, no. No. <laughs> This oh. this was your present. This this does feel this feels good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan bringing up personal stuff on the air is the equivalent of a present for me. See, I knew it was. Oh my god, that's yeah. just that's so so. We're done now. You think? Oh yeah. I kept the I kept the. What's funny is that I picked you know because it got to the post office and I should have picked it up last week. Maybe the I, hair gel wasn't dry at the time. 
<laughs> I, maybe it wasn't. I but I should have picked it up. But it was just my the way my flights work, the post office wasn't open, so I couldn't get to it. And um, I, so I did you get a text? I got it. No, oh. no, I haven't heard a thing. All right, so, so you got it when you got I back. Got oh, I just left it. It rode around in the car with me for a couple of days. Couldn't bring yourself to open it, huh? I was. Too I sad. was really. Yeah, I was sort of like, what's going to be? Well, was it really? Did you, were you concerned that it was going to explode or anything? Or? No, no, no. I didn't think there would be anything bad. I just, I just thought that there might be a uh, uh, a totally empty tin of Axe hair gel in there. And... <laughs> I, I, I have to I imagine just... that it was like a, in a in a teen drama where the kid gets the college acceptance letter and he just can't open it because you know the truth might just be too hard to handle. And I think you knew that this was closing a chapter of your life, albeit one with beautiful, messy hair. And uh, it just, you know, it's real now. Yeah, I know. You're right. Was Did you give any thought to hanging yourself with the ties? Or <laughs> Jesus <is> Christ, Mark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Well, anyway. I do um, need a haircut, though. Uh, well, get that messy look. Uh, we're coming to the end of a uh, another fun, anal-filled episode of This Is Happening. <laughs> My, Let's dude, put this I, one in, in the archives. In-depth in investigative reporting. I honestly think you should have gotten more. Gotten, I would have been like, listen, can I just give you $100 and we can record this? And, you know, I'm not going to pay the hourly sex rate, but I would like some information. We can, I thought about it. That would have been great. If you came back with that intel... I would have been like, wow, what a hero. Would have been. Do ex- you think we could have expensed it? Yes. Yes, how I would, think we could have. How would we write that up? I would say informant. I would make it seem very. <laughs> you know? Listen, I think it would have been useful information, educating society, telling. See, now, okay, so now at least everyone knows if you go to Vegas and somebody's like, it's $5,000 an hour, be like, no, 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 I'm just going to go to the Encore Bar. I know somebody there that will take care of my needs for far less money. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, that'll be it. All right. Follow us at TIH Show, at Mark Zito, at Mashup Ryan. I'm going to have to post a photo of an empty tin now. This has happened. Beer tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.